This is the Vintage Aviation Podcast, where we talk about the fascinating first 60 years of aviation history, and we do it all in support of the upcoming print magazine, Vintage Aviation. Watch for our premier issue Kickstarter campaign running the full month of July 2019, and connect with us through our website, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all under the name Vintage Av Mag. And now, let's talk about Vintage Aviation. Hello and welcome to the brand new program. I'm your host, Mark Klupper. I'm located in Warsaw in northern Indiana. Today is May 28, 2019, and this is episode number one. Today I just want to give you an overview of my Vintage Aviation Magazine project, but I also want you to know that going forward with this podcast, the plan is to have a guest on each episode that will give us an opportunity to talk about a specific aspect of aviation history. And along the way, in each interview, I'll be able to provide more details about the magazine project as well. And if things go like I hope, I'll have a new episode out every other Wednesday, but please don't hold your breath on that one just yet. For episode number two, I have Dewey Davenport lined up. Dewey flies a corporate Challenger jet, but he also owns and operates the Good Folk and O-Times biplane rides operation based near Dayton, Ohio. He's got a 1929 Travel Air 4000 and a 1930 New Standard biplane. You may already know that the New Standard is a pretty large biplane and actually has room for five people. The pilot sits in the rear seat and the front seat actually has room for four people all in an open cockpit. It's a really unique configuration. Dewey will share some history of the flying circus and barnstorming movement in the 1920s and his extensive experience with his airplanes gives him the opportunity to share a first-hand view of what some of that life was like. And then for episode three, I'll have Chris Lehner, who in addition to being an MD-11 captain for FedEx, he also has a significant amount of time in the Navy as both an F-15 and an F-14 pilot. And if you're a sharp listener, then you're definitely going to want to know more about that part of his story. Chris owns a Luscom aircraft, but he also owns the replica Mechanics Illustrated Baby Ace homebuilt. The Baby Ace, which is a design that's now 90 years old, is also the airplane that put the EAA, or Experimental Aircraft Association, on the map back in 1955 when Mechanics Illustrated ran an extensive story about this relatively new build an airplane at home idea. We'll talk about that history and how affordable flying took hold in the mid-1950s for those willing to work for it. So I hope you'll subscribe to the feed, which should be on iTunes soon, and you can also like Vintage Av Mag on Facebook for links to those new episodes once they're available. I think you're going to like them. And so now, on to Vintage Aviation. The Vintage Aviation project centers around a print publication that focuses on the first 60 years of aviation history, meaning from about 1900 through to about 1960, and it uses historical images throughout. Currently, the plan is for no modern images, but instead all images that were captured during that time period. I know for myself that when I look at genuine images from the past, the history of it all seems a lot more real to me than looking at modern images. I hope that Vintage Aviation will effectively transport the reader back in time, and not just with the images, but with writing that both entertains and educates. Personally, I'm passionate about design, engineering, construction, and flying, so Vintage Aviation will look at all those aspects and do it with the full range of aviation history, from early aircraft development, air racing and barnstorming, World War I, airships and rotorcraft, 
the genesis of the airline industry, World War II, the expansion of the airline industry, and then the rapid progress made in aviation through the 1950s. Fortunately, a large amount of all that great aviation history was captured on film, and I hope to be able to bring it to you in a beautifully designed, high-quality magazine package. Now I know, many people think print is dead, but research shows that niche magazines that offer great content and high-quality materials are doing pretty well in this modern age. The game has changed a lot in the last 25 years, but print is here to stay. And I'm also planning to run the operation as lean as possible while putting a lot of focus on great quality, which I hope will allow me to survive with the project even with relatively small production numbers. However, I believe there's a sizable market for the magazine I want to make. But to succeed, I'll have to connect with those who are interested. So I hope that if you like what I'm trying to do here, that you'll do what you can to help spread the word. It's not going to be easy, and I do need your help. I hope that eventually, Vintage Aviation will become a monthly magazine. But for now, it's just an effort to produce a single premiere issue to see how things go. I'll be running a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign for the month of July 2019, and if successful in reaching the goal of around $25,000, then the premiere issue will be printed, hopefully in October. Currently, I expect that you'll be able to buy into just that single premiere issue for $10 to $12, depending on how production costs shake out here in the next month. However, as all Kickstarter campaigns have, there will be several different support levels that you can choose that will get you a variety of different rewards. The bottom line here is your support is what will bring this project to life. If the Kickstarter campaign succeeds, then I hope I'll be able to produce four issues of Vintage Aviation in 2020 and in the process grow a strong subscriber base. If that base becomes large enough, then I'll be able to consider the expansion to a monthly magazine. I'm sure many of you are familiar with the Vintage Aircraft Association, which is part of the EAA, and their bi-monthly magazine known as Vintage Airplane. It's important for you to know that I'm a big fan of both the organization and that magazine. In fact, my membership number in that organization is 101. Literally 101. I joined at age 12 back in 1974 when it was known as the Antique and Classic Division. And even more interesting, I'm featured in a 10-page article in the current May-June 2019 issue of Vintage Airplane with a 1959 Piper Super Cub that I recently restored for a brother I have out in California. The airplane turned out so nice that my work won a bronze Lindy at Oshkosh 2018. So no doubt here, I am a big fan of the Vintage Aircraft Association. So my efforts with the Vintage Aviation Project are not meant to compete with Vintage Airplane Magazine. In fact, I'm hoping to ignite more vintage aircraft passion and see more people join the VAA. My intention to use historical images throughout and look specifically at aviation history creates a very different magazine experience. I also want to add, I'm not the world's greatest expert on all things vintage aviation, but I do have quite a bit of knowledge, and even more important, I have a passion for research and accurate details. So I'll be digging deep while producing content for the magazine, and of course, I'll be tapping into other knowledgeable aviation writers to help in creating great content. Okay, let's switch gears here a little. Some of you may know that I've been watching the YouTube series called Plane Savers, which began in late December 2018 when Mikey McBrien from Ice Pilots and Buffalo Airways fame announced he had bought a derelict DC-3 that had been used in the D-Day invasion and he was hoping to resurrect it back to flying status by June 6, 2019, the 75th anniversary of D-Day, which of course is coming up here very soon. 
Mikey has been doing a daily YouTube episode on the project every day since the beginning. He's at episode 147 as of today. I actually had the opportunity to submit a couple videos for his show that he aired during the time when he was working to gather the resources needed to get ready to start the actual work on the DC-3. I did an overview of the Super Cub restoration that aired on episode 45, and then I did a history lesson segment that was about Donald Douglas and his career as the man behind the Douglas Aircraft Company. That segment aired on episode 62. You can Google Plane Savers, then go to the YouTube page and click on the Videos tab to see the full list of videos. It's a fantastic series. I have thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you've been watching. It's not too late, but it will be, for this first season anyway, ending very soon. Anyway, it was that Douglas segment that I made that became an important catalyst for dreaming up the vintage aviation print magazine idea. I really enjoy research and working to get accurate historic details to tell stories about aviation. And I'm passionate about print, so why not at least try to make a unique, high-quality aviation magazine a reality? So that's where I'm at today. I'm 58 years old. I have about 800 hours of logged flying time. I love tail draggers and vintage aircraft, and I'd like to start up a print magazine. And I really hope you'll help by getting in on the Kickstarter campaign during the month of July. Lastly, I want to say that I believe the best future we can build for aviation is the one where we know as much as we can about the past and we use it to shape the future. So, thanks for listening to the very first episode, and I hope you'll come back for more of the Vintage Aviation Podcast.